2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
5: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, February. I'm sorry. (laughs) Tuesday, April 5th. I don't know why February is on the mind, but uh, folks, I will just say I'm giddy. Uh, this is a giddy morning in the McIntyre household. Again, I'm on vacation. I'm not home, so the audio for me is not going to be great when Rob G checks in. He's the professional in the studio, but I'm not just you know saying I woke up giddy and excited and thrilled. But man, what a game last night! Like <laughs> Kansas overcomes the. Biggest deficit in national championship game history. The previous biggest deficit was ten, I believe. I saw the stat on TBS, and Kansas was down fifteen at the break. Comes back, wins the title. I do want to say this, and this is crazy, and Rob will laugh, and like my family thinks I'm so nerdy. So we are uh, not in America, and I co- I tried to watch the game from a restaurant on the March Madness on Demand app. And it said, you have to be in the United States. I was like, oh my gosh, what the hell? So then I go to like our cable spectrum and I was like, oh yeah, let me watch it there. Nope. You have to be in the United States. So whatever. I get home and I'm watching the game, but we don't have TBS at our hotel. So I have to watch. So I'm like, oh my gosh, TNT better have it. So TNT has it, but Rob, this is the kicker. The game ends, and TNT, instead of giving me one shining moment and whatever Charles Barkley nonsense, the game cuts to some show called Chad. I've never heard of this show on TNT. And I'm like, is this a promo? What's going on here? And it was just a show, and I did not, for the first time, I maybe 30 years I did not get to watch one shining moment live after the game. That's how much of a nerd I am for college hoops. I had to fire it up on YouTube about 15 minutes later. It was spectacular, but, uh, I, I, do have to say, uh, that was kind of an oddity in a, you know, first world problems, Rob, I'm sure you're laughing at me, but did you love the game as much as I did?
4: Uh, I wouldn't say that I loved it all that much, which is I guess kind of a hot take this morning considering the way it ended. I came away from it thinking, oh, my gosh, Jason McIntyre had this one right. Now, I know you didn't end up covering the four (laughs) points. They didn't end up winning seven by seven to ten points easily like you had said. But I watched that game closer than I've watched any college basketball game in the last five years. And even when UNC ran out to that 15-point halftime lead, not once did I ever say to myself, you know what? They're playing really well right now. It, It was all Kansas. Like, Kansas had one of the most brain-dead, self-inflicted starts I've ever seen. Like, they're missing bunnies at the rim repeatedly. They're turning the ball over uncharacteristically. They're, I think at one point, I had the stat up, they were down 12 nothing in uh, second chance points. And they went 13 minutes of game time without a field goal. Like... Yeah, Caroline, I know had the lead and we're going to talk about the choke and I think they did choke by the way because you can't blow a lead that big in the championship game, but well, they didn't play well at all. Like they even when they were up 15, I think they were shooting like 35% in the first half. It's just, you know, Kansas played really poorly in the first half and then we got the real Kansas in the second half The Kansas you hyped up all yesterday's pod, this was going to show up. And when they did, boy, did they ever, because they beat the brakes off the Tar Heels.
5: Yeah. So second half scoring 47-29. And uh, Rob, I mean, I think it's undeniable when you're watching those shooters, Davis and Love were combined one for 13 on threes. D- Love, who absolutely killed UCLA, killed Duke, was five for 24. His game time shot attempt was an air ball. Love and Davis, the backcourt, a combined 10 of 41. Like, they were tired. There's no way around it. And then you toss in Baycott getting hurt late. Um, for some reason, Manic didn't get a ton of shots. And then Leaky Black, like, had foul trouble and then got hurt. And then they bring in this kid Johnson. I'm like, oh, let Johnson shoot threes. This guy barely ever plays. He makes a three, dunk, layup, like, makes a ton of plays. And then he starts vomiting on the court because he's not used to playing that much. Like UNC, I mean, literally, Rob. That was the definition of running out of gas.
4: Yes, yes, and and, and you've said it, but we've had people that are smarter than you and I have been saying it all week. Fran Fraschilla, you know, Aaron Torres covers this basket, this sport religiously. They all talked about coming into this game. UNC didn't have a lot of depth. You know, I mean, just looking at Caleb Love's yeah. game log here, the last few games. Uh, forty minutes against Duke, thirty-nine against St. Peter's in a game that they blew them out. Which I don't know why he played thirty-nine <laughs> minutes in a blowout. Forty minutes yeah. against UCLA, thirty-two against Baylor, thirty-four against Marquette. So when you have, when you're relying on five guys or basically six, they play about six guys, relying on them this much in in high pressure situations. That that's the difference. It's one thing to play forty minutes yeah. against St. Peter's when you're blowing them out and everyone's free and relaxed. But when you're playing in, the, in these close nip and tuck games, the, all the games came down to the wire, UCLA and, and Duke, and, and of course in this Kansas game last night, you can't expect, I don't care how young and athletic and exuberant these guys are, to be able to maintain that level of enthusiasm and efficiency when they're running that many hard minutes on their legs. It's why yeah. all of these guys had arguably their worst shooting nights of the tournament in the championship game.
3: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
4: There's
2: no distance too far for the perfect trip.
3: Hi, checking in for...
2: Or the perfect table.
3: Hey, where are you?
2: Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: So Remy Martin, who we talked about, three points against Villanova, total non-factor, but he was like one of their leading scorers, huge for them against like Providence. Comes in with about, I don't know, 12 minutes left in the game and just goes off. Two corner threes, assist to a three, lefty layup, Scored 14 points, Rob. I think 11 of them were in the second half. Had a block, had an assist, had a steal. Like he was everywhere. You could see his legs. Like just a stroke of genius by Bill Self and, and uh, Kansas fans. You know, I, I happen to happen to know a lot of Kansas fans now. Um, it was it was a, it was an exciting night of basketball. And Rob, I can't. I one one shining moment always gets me feeling a little melancholy because the tournament's over college hoops is over. And like, you know, I know the NBA playoffs gets us pumped. I'm not a huge masters guy. Although I had two buddies text me while on vacation. Hey, my friend has a master's pool. If you want in, you know, you want to, you want to buy a bet on golfers. I'm like, shucks, I got to do some research here. Um, But like, for me, the NBA playoffs, it's just not the same urgency. You know, it's a seven game series. It's just not the same. I feel like once the tournament ends, like, summer's kind of here. I don't know if you
4: agree. Uh, I I wouldn't go that far. I do like the NBA playoffs more than the tournament. I'm probably one of the few, only because I like the idea of the best team winning and in college basketball. I mean, you can make a case that Kansas was the best team this season. I'm not going to argue with you on that. But with the number of upsets that you get, it just tells you in a one-game format, well, you know, win in advance kind of thing. All it takes is one bad shooting night from your guy for and things to go sideways like i'm a ucla fan and you look at uh caleb loves shot charts these last you know during the tournament against uh kansas one of eight from three against duke three of ten against st peter's two of ten against baylor one of four against ucla for whatever reason six of thirteen Like, that's all it takes is one guy to get hot or your star to get in foul trouble. Shout out Chet Holmgren. And you're writing a totally different story. And so I like the the NBA format a little bit more for my tasting because I'd like to see the best teams win.
1: Fox Sports
2: Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen
5: live. The NBA season, 82 games, and then the playoff slog is like another 20 to the championship. Rob, how many playoffs have we seen stars go down? And it's like, well, Chris Paul's done. You know, Blake Griffin's done. Uh, Anthony Davis is done. Kyrie Irving every other year. like
4: Kevin Durant.
5: You don't get as many injuries. Kevin Durant. You don't get as Russell Westbrook from Patrick Beverly. You just, just don't get as many in the, in college basketball I mean, obviously, listen, I love the NBA playoffs. Uh, we'll do plenty on that. We'll, do, we'll, we'll probably do some on this Jabbar-LeBron rift. I'm not getting into it right now. It's just I'm on vacation, and I know Rob has a lot to say, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, listen, LeBron is a punching bag right now. He knows it. Hopefully, he ends up leading the league in scoring. Uh, there was an NFL trade. We'll probably get to that next week and start some draft stuff. But for now, I think we're just going to call it a night, Rob. I thought it was a good tournament. There was not one buzzer beater. I I, I wow, don't know I didn't even realize it that, happened, but it I, I little, did
4: not realize that a little disappointing.
5: I, I'm not even sure there was a game winning shot inside like five seconds. I, I don't, I think there was some game tying shots, but I don't know if there's a game winner, which is a little disappointing because that's like the real drama of the tournament. But we came out on top with Kansas and the Calcutta doing a little victory lap feels good. But uh, other than that, uh, any, any final thoughts, Rob, before we uh, take a little hiatus for the rest of the week?
4: Uh, let me just say, I put it out on Twitter. I'm going to say it again here on the podcast this early, early morning while Jason is still in bed on vacation. UNC, the Tar Heels, <coughs> Choke City. There's no excuse for blowing a fifth. The you know everyone's going to talk about Kansas having the largest comeback in NCAA championship game history. I'm to referring to it as the North Carolina Tar Heels blowing the biggest halftime lead in NCAA championship game history. That's how I'm choosing to look at it.
5: Yeah, no, that's listen. First, I think Hubert Davis was first year, right?
4: Yes, it was. Yep, this was his first year coaching? I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
5: Um, also, fun sidetrack uh, that we can end on. Uh, my high school just happened to produce Hubert Davis. Uh, this woman named Glennon Doyle. Have you
4: heard of her, Rob? I have not.
5: Okay. She's like famous in like the women, like um, she's doing a lot of self-help books for women. She's one year older than me, went to my high school. Um, and now she just recently moved to LA. She's married to a woman from the U.S. Women's National Team. Um you know, she had married a guy from her high school and then that fell out. Now she's married to this woman from the team. Anyways, so it's Hubert Davis, Glennon Doyle, and Jason McIntyre basically riding high for Lake Braddock High School. right <laughs> <laughs> in Virginia. Yes, I just tossed my name in there. Why the hell? It's a joke, obviously. We've had other famous people. Um, I, I don't qualify. But I thought I might have buried for the T1 listeners, right, Rock?
4: That's right. I mean, look, ah! I- anytime right, guys, you get uh, to shamelessly self-promote yourself, you got to do it. You
0: got to do it.
5: Yeah, and i get a little giddy this morning, a little giddy. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next
0: week. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
3: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means.
2: mo play